0: From the CSI Today news desk at the College of Staten Island, welcome to the CSI Today Talks podcast with your hosts, David Pizzuto and Terry Mayers. The CSI Today Talks podcast is your connection to the College of Staten Island with the newsmakers that make it happen. From world-renowned faculty and staff, dynamic students, and community leaders, stay connected to CSI, with CSI Today Talks. And now, here is your host, David Pizzuto.
1: Welcome everybody to CSI Today Talks right here on CSIToday.com and from wherever you catch your favorite podcast. I am your co-host, David Pizzuto, with you here on Season 1, Episode 12 of our podcast as we premiere our show on Monday, April 25th of 2022. We have a very special guest joining us uh, in a few moments here on the podcast, Mr. John Caceres, the Senior Career Manager at the College of Staten Island and the Center for Career and Professional Development will join us in just a few moments. Can't wait to talk to John about some of the neat and innovative things that he's doing in the Career and Professional Development Center on campus, truly uh, preparing our students for life after CSI in the workforce, and of course, post-grad, internships, you name it. Can't wait to talk to John about it in just a few moments. Before we get to John, though, of course, we want to do some mandatory housekeeping, as we usually do. Make sure that you subscribe to our podcast wherever you are tuning in today, whether it's Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, Radio Public, uh, and even right here on our website at csitoday.com. Be sure to hit the subscribe button if you want to subscribe To uh, CSI Today, you could do that on the right-hand toolbar of CSIToday.com. You'll get a newsletter every week that premieres our newest show as soon as it comes out. And, of course, we'll give you access to all of our archived shows as we have 11 in the books with co-host Terry and I, uh, talking to some fascinating people on the College of Staten Island's campus and the newsmakers that make it, The exceptional place that it is. So uh, without further ado, let's get into uh, this week's episode. Like I mentioned, joining us uh, on the phone now is John Caceres. He is the Senior Career Manager uh, in the Center for Career and Professional Development Center right here at the College of of Staten Island. He joins us now. How are you, John? I'm doing well, David. How are you? I'm doing really well. Thank you for being on the show. Uh, So excited to be talking to you today. I think you know, what you're doing in the uh, Center for Career and Professional Development is so important, you especially in today's world where people are thinking earlier and earlier about careers. Can you tell us a little bit about your roadmap and, and what brought you to uh, CSI? Was it, was it always working as a career specialist?
2: Uh, first off, thank you. You know, thank you for having me on the sure. show, Dave. Um, and thank you for allowing me the opportunity to speak. So I graduated from CSI back in 2010. Mm-hmm. And I had graduated with uh, my bachelor's in corporate communication. Um, I originally wanted to be a publicist, and I ended up uh, working as an intern for a small association, working in their events department, which led into a full time job in their membership department, and then I just kind of moved up. And throughout that time, I I made it to the uh, industry partnerships. Uh, department where I worked uh, overseeing the National Job Board and working with sponsors on events and partners on specific spring and fall events. Mm-hmm. So no, career development wasn't always my, my field or an interest of mine um, to be in professionally, but I somehow just kind of gravitated to that when I was working mm-hmm. At this uh, small association, I went back to school for my master's in nonprofit leadership. And after about ten years working at this association, I felt like I needed a little bit of a change. And a position I saw a position online uh, opened up at CSI that pretty much combined career development. Like I said, I was overseeing a national job board, helping professionals uh, interact with you know employers interact with professionals and you know, partnerships with those employers and partnerships in general with companies. And this opportunity with CSI uh, encompassed everything, you know, working with employers, increasing internship awareness, working on events, working on partnerships, um, increasing our value and increasing the pipeline between students and, uh, you know, uh, employers looking to hire for internships. So
1: Yeah. No, that's great. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned all that, too, because, you know, one of my questions for you was going to be for those persons who maybe don't know what a, a senior career manager does. I was going to ask, what is the difference you know, between something like that and, let's say, a headhunter at a college or a resume coach or something like that? It sounds like there's just so much more in, in the development process and the, and the uh, partnerships that you're making between students and organizations. Yeah, at first, and then mm-hmm. you, and
2: then you, then you learn from being in a small association that you, you d- decide to wear many hats, and many hats mm-hmm. get thrown on your head. So um, sure. you know. But I, for for me as a senior career manager, it's you know it is about those employer relationships, um, about researching the job market, but it's also about providing services to our students um, that you know that are up to date services, right? You know, I speak to a lot of HR people, Mm -hmm. so I get a really good sense of what resumes should look like or what, you know, get, I get feedback from employers who've interviewed CSI students and they give me feedback on what they want to see, um, CSI students do in interviews. So I can take that information and then, you know, offer advice on resume cover letter writing, interview preparation, uh, job searching, and also create events mm-hmm. for students to develop in those areas so that they become more hireable to these employers that we're working with.
1: Mm. Terrific, terrific. And, you know, I think a lot of folks might look at your office and think, okay, when I'm when I'm ready for a career, maybe I'll stop in there. But like you alluded to, your office is really so broad in scope. Can you tell us a little bit about some of the unique opportunities that your office supplies and kind of like the larger scope of of what your office does i know you gave us a few examples but it's more than just job placement oh yeah
2: no it's it's more than that you know we provide so many different services to our csi students if you know we and we encourage students to start early Mm -hmm. right you know we want them to to stop by in their early you know in their freshman and sophomore years when they you know when they're thinking about their actual careers um, and to get started early is so important, but, you know, we provide one-on-one support, either in person or virtual, whether a student needs help with their, you know, creating their first resume or revising a resume. Um, They have an interview coming up, need help with an interview, uh, need help searching for internships. You know, we provide one-on-one support again in person and virtually Mm. to students. We host several events. Uh, throughout each semester. We want to make sure that these events are professionally done. You know, they're both, this past semester they were hybrids or both in person and virtually, but these events are can range from networking info sessions with employers looking to hire uh, our students. Uh, guest speakers uh, presenting on webinars. You know, we, LinkedIn is such a valuable, uh, you know, social media asset to our students and it's important that they have linkedin so what did we do last year we decided that we were going to get linkedin to speak about the importance of linkedin Mm. so we we have guest speakers presenting um about professional development and career development and then we have different other different fun events we've partnered with athletics and intramurals on a resume bingo um so we try to keep it fun too uh and and that's really what our services are about we're here for each student um, you know again, one on one through events, uh, whatever students need help with uh, within their career advice, our office is
1: here for them. Great, great and and that too is going to be uh, a question that I have is you know when is the expectation to kind of uh, interact with students or or you know when when should you be coming together? It sounds to me like really, you know at the start of a career for a student is really, when they can ideally get involved, right, and kind of set that relationship up with your office early. Yeah, earlier the better, you know,
2: because uh, you know students in, in their early, you know, early on freshman sophomore years don't they they've picked a major and they're so hell bent on the major um, that it could be a major that they really are passionate about and they will succeed, or maybe it's a major that they're not so passionate about and they find you know start to realize it as they start taking classes. We want you to interact with us so we can give you advice on, on the major you've chose. Mm-hmm. We want to give you advice on helping you start your first resume. That way, when you start your resume, your first resume is never a final resume. But when you start your resume, and as you go through your college career in different classes, you're able to put more things, start, you know, you know, attend different club meetings. Maybe you're part of different associations, student associations, whatnot. Uh, and we want to be able to give you the strategies and tools to be able to revise and, you know, keep tailoring your resume for opportunities as you go on. It's never too late to, to come to our office. Um, but you know, we, the earlier, the better is, is so important. Uh, and we find it that especially, you know, there's a, there's such a value of internship work Mm -hmm. while you're in college and, you have to start thinking about that early on because it's it's very, it's very hard when you, if you're a senior in your last semester looking for an internship, uh, and you have we have to revise or start a resume and then put you through different development like interview prep and preparing your cover letter. It's a long process, and the hiring process is even longer. You know, you may send something on on Tuesday the first and might not hear back until Wednesday the seventeenth. Yeah. And then you're going through one interview, two interviews. So the process is very long, and we want students to understand that the process is long. And the faster you start, the better off you'll be.
1: Yeah, yeah, very good point. And uh, and you just you know you just touched on it as well. But uh, my next question was going to be about making those decisions. You know, I've been in in higher ed, I guess. You know, when you count right after after high school, almost 30 years, John, and one thing that I notice is that you have some kids who come into college and they truly have no idea what they want to be when they grow up, right? They're like a blank canvas. Yeah. And and that's not a bad thing. And and then there are others who seem to have it all mapped out like you said from the time that they could walk. In your opinion, when do you think students really should start to think about about that, about a job, about a career? You know, when should that kind of switch flip for them and they should really start to hone in? on what they want to do? That's a great question. You know, and I'll I'll
2: pull from my personal self. You know, I I came in wanting to do finance. Mm -hmm. Um, By the time I was, uh, you know, going into my junior year, I switched to journalism, then Mm -hmm. graduated with a corporate communications degree and then went back to school five years later for a master's in in management. Hmm. So it, it, and, and that just kind of happened with learning about myself learning about what I liked, right? I wanted to do finance because I really wanted to make, you know, it was a big, hot business to make a lot of money. Uh, and then I was terrible at math, <laughs> you know, you find something out, you know, you can't do finance if, if you're terrible at math. Uh, and I enjoyed writing. Uh, I enjoyed sports and entertainment. So I really wanted to be a publicist. And then I, you know, you, you, I fell into an association, and went back for management Students should start to think about it early, Um, you know, and and even if you don't have an idea, start, start trying new things, right? Start taking some new classes, maybe looking at some volunteer work in some industries, shadowing opportunities, uh, speak to a mentor. You know, we work with, uh, you know, city tutors on a mentorship program. You know, we can hook a student up with a mentor to sort of get an idea. You know, I'm thinking maybe a student's thinking about a certain field, but they're not quite sure. Well, the best person is someone to talk to in that field. Uh, so we can hook a student up with a mentor about that. Uh, but if you don't have an idea, start trying different things. And if you do have an idea, Make sure that you're you're continuing as long as you're happy, and then let the wave, let you know, ride the wave a little bit too. You know, you never know where things might take you. You know, you may take an have an internship, and you may not like it all. You know, after all, you may do an internship in accounting, and all of a sudden you're not, you know, you don't care for accounting anymore because you didn't like it. And then you switch you switch things up,
1: ride the wave a little bit. Yeah, and you know, I think these podcasts are a good are a good reflection of that because I've I've been able to interview and you know myself and Terry we've been able to sit down and really meet with some fascinating people, and it's amazing how just their careers have changed over the years and what they set out to do and what they're currently doing. I was actually yeah. speaking to Manny Esperance the last time I did a show, and he was, he was into pharmaceuticals uh, before becoming uh, the, the Director of Recruitment and Admissions here at CSI. So I just find it wild how everybody starts in one place and ends up in another. It's, it's really a great story, and we're all kind of proof that we never truly do have to have it figured out right away.
2: No, you, you don't have to, you don't have to figure it out right away and you can leave college on, you know, with, you know, with, it still not figured out. I'm in my early thirties. I, I don't even know if I have it figured out. <laughs> um, you know, you know, I'm just kind of going day by day. Um, but you know, it's important to, you know, experience things
0: mm-hmm. and,
2: you know, get out there and network and talk to people and, and just try, you know, and if, it's not for you. It doesn't mean that it's the end of the world. You don't have to force it. If something something's not for you,
1: you know, just switch it up um, and accept the change. Excellent. Excellent. Um, you know, a little earlier you spoke about, about industry and you know, speaking of industries, you know, you obviously have your finger on the on the pulse of the John uh, of the job market, John, and that's that's part of your job understanding the job market and such. So, I ask, you know, what are some of the career trends you see these days? You know, being on the front lines, what what job markets may be hot or, or cold, and, and and so on. What's what's kind of your perspective on that?
2: Yeah, th- this is a. a- Fun job market if you're a job seeker. Mm. Uh, not so much if you're an employer. This is a very hot job market for talent, uh, and and this is, goes back to why we want our students to be hireable when they leave CSI. Is because this market, it, while it's still remains competitive, it's a job seeker market where where if you're a talented individual with you know knowledge and experiences in classes, internship work. Whatever it may be, and you come out of of college, you know, CSI, they're going you have options. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like it was 15 you know 10 15 years ago where you didn't have them you know coming out of a recession you know that's when I came out of college I came out of college in a recession mm. and there wasn't that many options we all almost had to you know take whatever salary and whatever job we could get it's yeah. not like that in this job market this job market if you're a talented individual that can bring something to the table employers are fighting for you they will they will you can negotiate salary OK, mm-hmm. you can negotiate whether or not you want to go into the office because in the truth of the matter is over the last two years through, co- you know, during COVID, you know, people are valuing their own you know, personal life and they're leaving jobs. People are retiring at a more rapid rate. People are leaving different states to work. People are working from Arizona at home in Jersey. Mm-hmm. It, so it's a very interesting job market. And it's one for job seekers. People are going to be fighting for you uh industries that are really hot anything in tech mm-hmm. because we just we just hit the gas pedal on virtual over the last two years so anything tech related is huge and you look at like some of those big tech industries that you know their stock is soaring yeah um anything in health obviously and you know healthcare field has always been a very safe and good field to get into but you know now more so than ever um communications and marketing is still a very hot field that is growing at, you know, about 25%. Um, it's consolidating a little bit where we're seeing more integrated marketing communications where, you know, a CMO might be in charge of PR uh, and digital media. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything in digital media is, is, is great. So if you know how to utilize social media, Photoshop, all those softwares, you're, you're, in, you're in good hands. Um, so there's a lot of hot job markets. But even if you're not in one of those industries, if you're in business, finance, you know, those are still great industries. There's al- They're always going to continue to grow. Um, but the job market itself is so hot for job seekers that you could literally graduate with a biology degree and get a job, you know, in business mm. if you wanted to. Mm. Um, as long as you can relay the talent that you have in the resume and on your application.
1: Awesome, awesome, truly great stuff, and uh, definitely uh, eye-opening. You know, I'm I'm also willing to bet, John, that that COVID has played a role, and you mentioned it with some of the uh, you know virtual aspect of jobs staying virtual, you know, either forever or for long longer terms. Um, so I'm sure it's played a role in how job trends are turning. And, and for you, it matters so much because of, of the trends that are happening, of course, and also yeah. how you yourself are interacting with the client base, the students. Because even though we're getting back to in person, you know, for a, a real long period of time, we were uh, completely remote or or a great deal remote. How did COVID ap- affect your ability to reach students and, and provide the services that you do for them?
2: I mean, yeah, it, it affected us pretty greatly. I mean, you know, like everyone else during COVID, we, you know, went straight to virtual. Mm-hmm. Um, we're lucky enough that at the time we used a, uh, a platform. It's our job board platform called Handshake, right. uh, which all students have access to. And Handshake allowed us the ability to hold virtual appointments, uh, virtual events, uh, and connect to students through email. Yeah. So when everything went virtually. That's We had an outlet to still provide services to students, um, and now it's, it's done hybridly, right? You know, mm-hmm. if we're in the office now, so students can, you know, select in person, but they still have the option for virtual, right? So if they have no means of transportation or they had a virtual class or they had class but need to get to work so they're taking the, the call in, in their car, we have those options now um, for students, where before COVID, you could only meet in person, right? Right. So oh. we we're, we've taken on you know the more hybrid approach where students can meet with us, interact with us, um, and you know take advantage of our services in person and virtually. Um, it's still hard. We we try to make sure that you know as we move towards more hybrid. You know, I'm sure all the students who are listening to this, you know, probably get emails from me every week about opportunities and events that we're doing um, but e- email is, is not going to only be our only means of communication to students. We want to make sure that we you know we're going to this you know the, uh, the student centers and speaking to classes now. Uh, I spoke to I think four classes and a few learning communities within CSI so we're always willing to do that to, to make sure that we're communicating our services to students um, whether virtual or in person, we're happy to do that.
1: That's great. that's great. and i'm you know, I'm glad you mentioned handshake because that's how you and I officially met because you introduced me yeah. to to handshake and you know, a way for employers to reach uh, to reach job or internship seekers. And you know i I personally love the service it provides and and I'm one of those folks who who really conducted all my my interviews for our internships online and was able to have a discourse with some of our candidates through handshake. So it was really a great a great service. Do you feel more and more that that software or, or AI like Handshake John is, is going to become more, more the norm for, for job seekers and even employers to kind of have like this repository of, of job seekers all in one place to pull from and, and likewise for job seekers to kind of use it as a repository for open jobs. Do you think that's going to become uh, the, the future of, of job seeking?
2: Yeah. Uh, very much so, you know, for, you know, for six years, I oversaw a national job board and it very much functioned just the way Handshake did. Whenever we had employee partners, our employer partners posted, but Handshake, um, is the number one, uh, software for colleges and university career centers. Almost every college and career center that I've interacted with outside of CSIS has uses Handshake, um, for their job board. So For me, as someone who engages with employers a lot and who oversees a lot of, you know, most of our internships, it's a great way for when an an employer contacts me to direct them to Post on Handshake so everyone, um, you know, all our students can see it. It it has functions of communications to students. It has functions of putting on events and having students register. It has scheduling functions for students to schedule appointments. This technology is the present and the future, and this is how employers interact, will be interacting with students, you know, both presently and in the future. And it's, what's, what's great about it for uh, employers and students, to, you know, for students to understand about employers is that these employers are looking for you, right? They know that Handshake is a national wide job board among college and, career, and, and, college and university career centers. So they know that they're getting students looking for internships or entry level positions, or even some mid, mid-level alumni positions.
1: Mm.
2: All right. But, so they know the niche and that's, what's important. That's why we want students to utilize handshake because it has everything that yeah. they would need. We have resources on there. If you wanted to search for opportunities, these are the exact employers looking for you. Uh, and if you need to schedule appointments with us, is the way you do it? And if you need to attend events, you know, that's, that's where you go to register. And I'm glad it worked for you. I remember. I remember you emailing me about it. Um,
1: yeah, I needed. Uh, I needed a better system. That's for sure. And it's helped me. It's helped <laughs> me immensely. Yeah, because because uh, before that, it was more like going to the buildings and hanging up job announcements. But that's not happening in a virtual world. <laughs> so I really needed. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: So
1: so thank you for that. And you know, you've mentioned a few times um, about internships, and you know, I know a huge percentage of CSI students perform you know, either internships or do some integrative experience in the workplace uh, itself for credit. How how important are internships now, not only for students, John, but also for employers? How do they view them uh, and how much priority should students be giving to them?
2: Oh, it's such a huge priority. Uh, I I think, you know, looking back on some surveys that I read over the last year, um, the value of an internship is, have, you know, employers value that, you know, 97% of employers surveyed valued value internship or work experience on a resume, mm-hmm. right? And an internship gives students so much, right? This is experience in your field. So you're actually doing, you know, what you were learning in school. This is an opportunity for you to, again, learn whether or not this is the field for you. It shows passion, it, you know, when you do an internship and then you apply for an entry-level job, the person who's seeing that you did an internship will say to themselves, well, this person got hands-on experience because they're passionate about the field, right? Mm-hmm. So it shows that passion. It's also a way for you to, it's a pipeline for you in the company. So if you get an internship at a company you really want to work at, you're going to meet people within the company and maybe you get a job afterwards. Maybe they offer it to you or down the line you go back and work there. It's also a great place to uh, grow your network amongst industry professionals. So even if there is no job opening within that specific company, those people at those companies know other people at different right. companies. Right. So it's an you're growing your network. So the value of an internship for a student is and no matter what, you know, what field of study you should always, always, you should not be graduating CSI without doing something relevant to the, you know, the work that you want to do or the career you want to pursue Yeah, because you're competing. You know, you know, I, I remember talking to my dad, you know, when he, you know, when he first got his job at JP Morgan back in the early eighties, how'd you get it? He goes, I walked in. I asked the lady at the front desk for an application. She gave it to me. She called me the next day. I had a job for twenty years. That same job probably would require you to fix your resume, write a cover letter, go through an online application, and do an internship before you get that job. Mm -hmm. It's not enough anymore. That you know the markets are so competitive, the industries are getting so competitive. There are more students going. There are more people going to college uh, and getting degrees. So you have to do everything you can to compete and make sure that you put yourself in the best possible light for employers so you can have uh, the career that you want
1: yeah very very well said and uh, yeah certainly would agree with that as an employer myself you know seeing the the uh, internship on the resume is, is a huge help knowing that you've actually done some of the frontline work is 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 great and, and also knowing that that student has been mentored. Uh, in the field by a professional who's actually doing the job also makes a, makes a big difference. It's not to discount what you learn in the classroom, obviously from, from uh, faculty and, and other staff, but, but certainly that practical experience is just, is just tremendous. And and certainly that's a big tip that I'm sure your, your office, um, you know, gives to students and I'm wondering what some other uh, other tips you might have John if as some students you know are studying and are preparing for a job or a career either while they're studying or after their studies I know there's so many resume and cover letter tips you can give as well can you share maybe maybe two or three tips that you would give all students who are almost ready or on the threshold of of going on that job search
2: yeah uh that's a Great question. I love giving advice to students and uh, I would say there's two things that I want students to know and my, my advice to everyone is uh, first be confident in yourself. Mm-hmm. You're never going to make a good resume if you're not confident in your abilities to market it on a resume. You're never going to have success in an interview if you're not confident or you don't know yourself well enough and can confidently express your knowledge,s and your experience, and what you bring to a table. So, confidence is a big thing, and I and it touches upon everything career development. Um, you have to have confidence, uh, and you, and, you, and confidence takes practice, right? You know, mm-hmm. you're not going to get it the first time. You know, we're here to help you, you know, along the way to build up your confidence for uh, a job application um, and for you to be confident to express yourself. People. So it takes time, it takes work, but we're happy to work with you to build confidence. And I think when employers see confidence, uh, you know, speaking to employers, when they see confidence either in an interview or they get a good resume where someone was able to express themselves or a cover letter where they were specific and they expressed themselves, their knowledges, and their experiences, that goes a long way because even if you don't answer something with the greatest answer, you still have the confidence and you're still positive in about your own abilities, that employer is just going to gravitate to that attitude. Mm. So confidence is so important. And the second thing, you know, the second bit, bit of advice that I would tell students is you're going to get rejected. It happens. And you're, it's, there's, there's failures along the way. Don't worry, keep going, you know, don't be discouraged about, you know, those rejections or those failures. They happen it's an opportunity for you to, to, to get, to think to yourself, how can I get better? So I don't get rejected the next time. It's all a learning experience. Um, you know, I've had, I have, I have several hundred resumes and interviews just for myself. And I'm always trying to better them, you know, uh, and, and help students better their own resumes and in their own interviews. Because if you take 10 interviews, you might only you probably only get one call back for a second interview or maybe a call back for a third interview one or two times you might get rejected a few times along the way it happens Mm -hmm. um don't worry about it learn from those mistakes learn from those experiences sometimes it's not you sometimes you know uh you know a cousin decided to apply that knew the ceo and they get the job Mm -hmm. um so rejection does happen so i would always tell students please be confident in yourself and don't fear rejection. Just keep going and keep getting better.
1: Yeah, perfect, perfect. Uh, you know, not to get discouraged, especially when you know uh, there are a lot of people, obviously, applying for the for the same job. And and you know, fit is a big thing too. You know, you have to be the right fit for both the employer and and the employer for you. I think in I think interviews are a perfect time for individuals to also interview the company that they're that they're seeking oh. to get into. You know, and ask the right questions and make sure that it's a good fit because, you know, it's just like any other kind of marriage, right? It, it has to work for yeah. both parties to re- truly be successful. So, uh, the, you know, those are great tips and, and, you know, great things to lean on. You know, John, one of the things I've learned too now more than ever, um, especially, you know, being in higher ed for so many years is, is the role that social media is playing in the job market and in many different ways, you know, as an employer, It's a way for companies to reinforce their brand through social media, a way to to get identification going, but also as a way individuals express who they are outside of a resume or even an interview. I know when I hire, for instance, I visit the social media pages to get a sense of who these individuals are as people. Can you talk yeah. about that role of, of technology now in the job market and and the placement and search and how important it is for students to be conscious that, that employers are looking into their, their social media? And you know even if it's private, there's always some element of it that's not and, and how important that is.
2: Yeah. I, oh my goodness. Social media plays such a huge role, um, in life in general. Sure. Um, you know, I, I tell students all the time, I said, you know, it, do you have a LinkedIn? I always ask, do you have a LinkedIn? No, get one. And then put that link on your resume because that'll automatically tell an employer to go to LinkedIn. Um, be conscious of what you put on all the social media because, you know, I'll talk about LinkedIn first. LinkedIn is the primary you know, social media platform for professionals. Mm-hmm. You want to have a good profile. It's very professional, right? You're not posting pictures of you on the weekend. You're, it's a way for you, you to network uh, and, you know, with, with professionals in, the, in, in industries, and it's a way for you to search for jobs. And it's a way for employers to look and find out about you professionally. Mm-hmm. Now, It's important to be conscious of what goes on other social media accounts. Um, Be very careful. You know, I'm sure if you Google me, there might be, you know, a a Facebook post of me at Jenkinson's Boardwalk Mm -hmm. at some point. Um, You know, but be conscious of what you post. Make sure that, you know, your posts don't touch on anything too political or too religious or anything racial. Um, because you don't know who's going to look at it, and you don't know who you're going to be interviewing with. You might be interviewing with someone with a different political view than you, um, and might see that on uh, a Twitter or a Facebook or anything like that. Um, and that's and that plays into it. Remember, you know, like you said, Dave, it is a two-way street, mm-hmm. right? And you know, an employer when they interview when they interview you, at the end of the interview, they're basically saying to themselves. Okay, we know this person can do the job, but if we were stuck in an airport with this person for three hours, would we want to be stuck with them for three hours? <laughs> All right, it's that mindset, and so it's very important to be conscious of what goes on your social media accounts, what pictures you put up. You know, a good rule of thumb, uh, think about what your grandmother would say if they saw some <laughs> of the stuff that you post or the, some of the things that you do. You know, what would she say? Would she be upset at you, or would she be like, good job? Um, but I always tell students, make sure you have a LinkedIn Uh, and make sure that you put the LinkedIn link on your resume. Gravitate the employer. Push the employer that way. But social media is also good for a job seeker as well because employers, you know, companies post on social media all the time. So if you're doing research into a company about, you know, trying to find out, you know, is this company the right fit for me, go on their social media page. Aside from their website, aside from press releases, go on their LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram accounts and see what they're posting. You know, maybe, maybe they post some things about, you know, uh, that you are passionate about, you know, some issues, maybe they've taken some stance on some issues that you're passionate about, or maybe they haven't. And, you know, you realize that this might not be a cultural fit, uh, but for research and purposes for a job seeker, social
1: media is a great tool, you know, reverse it, <laughs> yeah. No reverse card on them, you mm-hmm. know, um. Now, perfect, perfect analogy that that you use there, because uh, I agree, it is a it is that two-way street, and social media is a great window uh, to both you know companies, employees that work within those companies, and of course uh, for the job seeker, you know himself or herself. Um, so you know we're coming down the home stretch here, John. I have a couple more for you. The first one, hopefully, is a fun one. You know, we all we all have them. They're the success stories that come out of our respective offices. I know working in athletics for a long time, it was so incredible for me to see student athletes really mature in their four years at CSI. They learn more about themselves. They attack weaknesses. They become better versions of themselves. And then, of course, they move on and become these you know, galactic successes in business and community. Can you talk about maybe some of the personal success stories that, that you're really proud of, whether it's, you know, here at CSI or, or, you know, coming up in, in the industry that you're in um, some maybe pointed success stories that you've been a part of that you're proud of.
2: Yeah. You know, and it's great feeling, isn't it, Dave? Right. You you see those, you see those success, uh, the success of those students, you know, any student that I work with, Um, That tells me about, you know, what they're doing now is incredible, but it's more, you know, when I help students, you know, there's always students that who will will take the time to redo their resume and who have done that. They've done their own research. Um, They've practiced their own interview. And there's a few students um, who've done that. Uh, I've opened some doors and some companies for students uh, to get into who've gotten internships and then have gotten uh, entry-level positions. But then there are always some students that are struggling, all right? and you know, they might not understand fully about what a resume might look like or maybe they have some trouble in an interview. And when I hear, you know, a student who came to me last year who was struggling to find an internship. I was sending some things, I was, you know, talking to various employers, connecting them to some employer partners, helping them with their resumes, helping them, you know, prepare the application. And then they email you back and say, hey, John, I got that in- I got mm-hmm. that internship. You know, that's great to me. Um, you know, someone who's struggling a little bit more than other students and that I'm able to help, uh, that's the success story that I want to tell people. Um, and without getting into too many names sure. or too many industries, you know, that happens a lot. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of students who are alumni now who I still call upon uh, and say, hey, you know, we're we're doing a a panel. Would you like to be on the panel? Because I help them, I introduce them to an employer, or help them to a certain internship, and then help them apply there. Um, there's alumni that I, you know, from you know gra- graduated a year or two ago that still contact me. That tell me, you know, mm-hmm. ask me for advice. You know, they're becoming mid-level professionals now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there are students that I still talk to, who. Thank me for their start when they felt that it was impossible to start. Mm. Um, so when I hear that, it's it makes the purpose and the job I, I do and the job we do as a center all the more exciting, all the more fun and valuable, and all the more reason why you know I show up here every day.
1: Yeah, yeah, very well stated, very well said. And I know well to to add, on, to, add on to that, the the longer and longer we we do our jobs we then start to call the very same kids that we helped along the way to help us in some of the things that we're trying to do. It's like, (laughs) Hey, do you know of a quality person that's working in your, in, in your area now who might be willing to help us? So it really is cyclical because a lot of the professionals that we're helping put out there into the world, um, you know, beyond CSI, they come back and, and, and continue to assist our current students in so many ways. So it's really, it's really poignant in what you said, because that, that in itself is a, is a, gigantic success story for our college right it's a long-term network right of
2: students who are graduating um who you've helped who will now probably be willing to help you maybe make an introduction to an hr person at the employer they're working for if it was someone somewhere that we didn't we didn't connect with or helping a student out um who's you know looking for an internship to get into that uh company so yeah it's it's so important um, you know, to keep those networks open. And I, I do all the time, you know, I, there's, you know, actually a student reached out to me yesterday and, you know, was telling me that uh, about where they were and I was so proud of them because mm-hmm. I kind of watched the whole growth uh, of them for the last couple of years. I was just super proud of this person of where she ended up being, you know, right now. So um, yeah, it's such a wonderful network and they're also willing to help and that's what's important. Uh, and that's, you know, it makes my job easier too. Um, sure, sure,
1: yeah. So, so important for for students to get in touch with you, John. I wanna I wanna thank you for for taking the time to talk to me. It's amazing how fast time flies. But uh, I guess last one, John. It, you know, it's it's clear, obviously, that students who are integrating with your office uh, are doing some exceptional things and that the experience for them and for you is very critical. Um, how do they learn more? How do they get in touch with you? Is there a website? Is there a phone number? How, how should students uh, contact you?
2: Yeah. Um, so my, to contact me, you can you know, shoot me a call um, or email me. My email is John.casaris uh, at csi.cuny.edu. I guess I should spell that out, right? John, J-O-H-N dot K-E-S-A-R-I-S uh, at CSI dot CUNY dot E-D-U. Uh, we're located in Building 1A, Room 105. Uh, we welcome, if you're just around and you want to just stop in, you know, no, no official, you know, meeting or anything, just come on in. There's a good, a good chance that, you know, you can meet with one of us. Um, you could definitely give us a call, uh, 718-982-2605 right. uh, is my line. Um, so that's another way to um, reach out to me. Uh, and through Handshake. Uh, so again, you know, students have access to Handshake. So if they go to Handshake, um, which is csi.cuny.joinhandshake.com, uh, they have access. They just have to log in with their SLAS account. Um, and their CSI email, and they can go in and make appointments uh, and interact with, you know, register for events and our resources. Obviously, we're located on the website, um, so if you go to the Student Life tab on CSI's website, you'll see the Center for Career and Professional Development there as well. Um, So, that many ways, but yeah, uh, hopefully, you know, students will interact with us. So, uh, I look forward to any student uh, that wants and that needs help. Um, And if anyone wants to contact me, you know,
1: that's how to reach me. Awesome. Awesome. Great information, John. Uh, Really appreciate you coming on again. Once again, John Caceres, the uh, Senior Career Manager in the Center for Career and Professional Development. Thanks again, John, for being a part of this.
2: Thank you so much, Dave, for having me.
1: Of course. That was John Caceres, once again, Senior Career Manager at the College of Staten Island. So grateful for John uh, to come on. We had earmarked a half hour to talk, and we went uh, well longer, and that's because it was just a great conversation. I love talking uh, to some great people on the College of Staten Island's campus who are really making uh, it a great place. And John and his team in the Center for Career and Professional Development are doing such a great job of really preparing our students for um, the job market, the internship market, really introducing them uh, to new and innovative uh, software like Handshake and like uh, social media platforms like LinkedIn, uh, brushing up on interviewing skills, resume building, you name it, John's office is doing it. And so we implore all of our CSI students who are listening to get in touch with John's office. Uh, you'll find some of his information in the uh, in the description. So please make sure you uh, you check that out. And of course, Uh, Give John a call, great person to speak to, CSI alum, and of course, a great resource here on the campus. Uh, That'll do it for this episode, season one, episode 12, whatever day of the week, whatever time of day you listened in. We want to thank you uh, for your continuous support of the podcast. We really appreciate it. And uh, we remind you to check out our archived episodes on Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, CastBox, Spotify, whatever way you uh, interact with your favorite podcasts, be sure to hit subscribe. Also hit subscribe on csitoday.com for the latest CSI Today newsletter, which brings you this show and others every single week um, that we premiere them. So uh, that'll do it once again for this episode. I am your co-host, David Pizzuto. I'll see you again in two weeks. Next week, Terry Mayers will rejoin the show, have a special guest and another exciting conversation for you right here on CSI Today Talks.
0: Thank you for listening to this edition of the CSI Today Talks Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast to get alerted for brand new episodes and to listen on demand to your favorites. Be sure to check us out at www.csitoday.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.